from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I've been, I, was, I had a good Monday, or I was having a good Monday. Went on a run this morning. I was getting some uh, podcast work done for the next project we're going to be dropping here. Getting that oxygen flow into the back of the brain. That's yeah, good. man. Let's go. I had like a healthy lunch. Okay. Mm. Like I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Some of these New Year's resolutions I got a little, little late starting on. But between your start of the show and like some people on social media with, please, by all means, explain to me, give me some constructive criticism, and all they can do is be jerks about it. I'm now not in a good mood anymore. Okay? Like, I just had this one guy on, on social media, uh, this guy named Jeff, uh, and he tweets he tweets at me, oh, I guess it's an OOM. Oh, he's got a little acronym for it. Obnoxious Ovias Monday. Seems to be every Monday. Well, how is it any different than Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? What makes Monday? What makes me more obnoxious on a Monday than Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Jeff, show me the work, Okay. I got some jabroni on Facebook. Guy's name is Carter. Without fail. Dennis, I know you see it because you're on Facebook because you have the same admin privileges I do. Mm-hmm. Like twice a week on not like on things that aren't even related to the show. Dude leaves a comment. Jovius is the worst. Okay, cool. Explain. Just telling me I'm terrible does nothing. It doesn't accomplish anything. Okay? Nothing. If there are legitimate gripes with the show, I would love to hear them. If I'm being obnoxious, explain to me how I'm being obnoxious. Show your work. This guy, Carter, do you have another hobby? Or is it just, I'm going to go on Facebook twice a week and say how Joe Ovia sucks or take that radio show off the air? Buddy, the show's been on the air for almost three years. If the show was going to get canceled, it would have been canceled by now. Okay? I'm just saying, Joe, you and I both know if it was going to get canceled, it would have been canceled by now. But it hasn't been canceled. Have you stopped and wondered why it hasn't been canceled yet? Do you ever stop and think that? There's a reason why they keep putting us on the air while my key card still works? Have you ever thought about that? Must be the official's fault. Home field advantage. No, it's, it's what it is. No, it's totally what it is. It's the official's fault. You know, because I'm getting all the calls. That's why I'm still on the radio. I'm still doing this because the officials clearly want my work to get to the Super Bowl. That's what it is. Like Patrick Mahomes. Clearly the fix is in. The NFL doesn't want Joe Burrow to flourish and overcome Patrick Mahomes. Joe, I was in a good mood today. Unrelated. One of my favorite stories from today. Yeah. The ACC football schedules are coming out tonight. Oh, jeez. On the ACC network. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Mac Brown, in a press conference today, had talked about how the schedule is unfair. He's not allowed to say why. What? But he was just saying, you'll see it. You'll Basically, it was, you'll know it when you see it. And it has me. Got, <laughs> I, at first, I'm sitting here thinking, well, it's the first year of the vision list. What, right. How, it, then, it, I, then I said to myself, please tell me they're playing Clemson. Please tell me they're Oh, Oh, yes. They're playing Clemson. <laughs> they're playing Clemson on the road as well, by the way. So I'm, so, I'm just kind of curious now. Yeah, I, I know, know my spidey senses are yeah. tingling. Yeah. I know it involves Clemson. Yeah. Not to pick on you in your in your moment of uh, vulnerability here, but 
you you have told me that you know oh, the divisions oh, that didn't matter none of that mattered it was, it was harder to win the coastal than it is the Atlantic. So it, it was actually. It, it just kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, it was harder to win the coastal. Uh, I just can't wait to see what the no, unfair no, I, thing no, is. I'm with, no, 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 I'm with you. On I, this. I'm guaranteeing you, and it somehow involves no the game in Death I, Valley. I, I am with you in that anything is. Maybe gonna they look, don't have a bye week. Maybe they have a Thursday after a I Saturday, bet you something I bet like you that. That's that, what it is. That shouldn't. Yeah. You know, they should do away with that. By the way, the the Pac-12 made a rule that you can't play on on short rest like that. So I am now just genuinely curious how. North Carolina was treated unfairly by the ACC. Hey, look, you know, this is where you create your own storylines and chips on your shoulder, and that's ultimately what I was Could getting be what to he's doing. Here. That's ultimately what I was getting to here. There was, seemed to be a pushback on, like, everybody wanted to give Joe Burrow and Cincinnati credit for creating <laughs> adversity out of nothing, okay? Like, they used, Cincinnati used and was applauded for turning the neutral site AFC championship game potential that they were already selling tickets as some sort of slight against them. They were already selling tickets? Well, send in the refunds. Remember, that's what Joe Burrow said, and it was an iconic moment for Joe Burrow. So when the Chiefs find a way to find motivation, people have this attitude of, man, you guys are creating something out of nothing, blah, 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 blah. Here's Patrick Mahomes, right, who talked about how they had a chip on their shoulder going into this game. Yeah, I think guys were probably the most pumped up I'd seen them going into a football game. A lot of trash talk coming from a lot of different places. I think no one picked us to win. If so, it was like 5% of people. Um, and uh, we think we've built up enough uh, enough respect to, to have a chance to go out and win every game. So uh, whenever you feel like you're the underdog, when you're playing at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, it gets guys ready to go. You're, uh, you scoffed at that, Joe. You scoffed at that. The money moves all the way to the Chiefs being a favorite by kickoff. So I I don't know the the, the no one picked us again. Use whatever you want. Sure, right. Sure. Go back to the last dance where LeBradford Smith to this day has no idea what Michael Jordan was talking about mm-hmm. in a game where he scored forty points on him in a in a quarter. Right, right. right so right. it's he completely That's fabricated where I took it. it. Personal. He completely fabricated the slight. But here's but where th- that is also completely fabricating a slight. No one, no one picked us. Only five percent. No, dude, come on. People pick you. Here, here's, the, here's my problem with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and here's my problem with you kind of st- sticking up for the Chiefs, if you will. Stop me if you've heard it. If you're about that life, be about that life. Of course. That's the fifth year in a row you've hosted the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. You let the carcass of Tom Brady beat you in one of them. Mm-hmm. You lost last year to the Bengals, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, mm-hmm. who, who beat you three in a row. Mm-hmm. So you're the team that lost to the Bengals three games in a row. Mm-hmm. Nobody made that up. Yeah. That wasn't fiction. You're the team that lost. So don't sit here and act like you've run roughshod over people. You haven't. Mm-hmm. When you do, you get the respect of the, of the teams who run roughshod. Until you do that, though, you're not about that life. All right? So don't give me. I didn't realize, you, you I also, didn't, I didn't you realize also, getting five championship way, games being about well, that because, life. Because you, it's the regular season. It's how you position yourself in the regular season. I'm just saying. That's fine. No, no, no. You don't make your money in the regular season. You make your money in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay? You won a Super Bowl, right? Everyone loved you. Then the next year you get back, and quite frankly, what happened against Tommy and the carcass of Tommy, mm-hmm. who wasn't good that year, by the way? 
No, it's up a, until yeah. that game, yeah, he's, where he, he saved would, it for that where, game. Where Giselle, mm-hmm. you know, did whatever Giselle did. Yeah. Gronkowski and Antonio Brown and the whole the whole crew, the whole band got back together for one game. So don't give me the don't act like you didn't participate in the losses to Cincinnati. You did. Don't act like oh we're on some sort of historic run here. You're not. I mean, they are going to their third Super Bowl in four seasons. Awesome. You need to win this one. Okay. You want to be talked about as a great win. Keep winning, and stop whinging. More winning, less whinging. Well, do you think there would be, quote-unquote, whinging if people did not try to set up this idea that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback in the league? Well, that's a that's a completely Which, separate conversation. Well, I, I do and think, I get that they get intermingled. I do think but they get intermingled, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on with Harry Douglas, ESPN Radio, because I do think the underlying issue here is that we're really quick to want to give somebody else that crown and not appreciate what the hell Patrick Mahomes has done the last five years. We'll talk about that with Harry Douglas next. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Let's go to the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Welcome on from ESPN Radio, ESPN and an ACC legend, Harry Douglas, joining us now. Harry, what's going on, man? Nothing much, fellas. Thank you all for bringing me on, and I'm happy to join you, too. All right, so your what was your biggest takeaway from Conference Championship Sunday? My biggest takeaway is the quarterback position in the past rushing situation have to be at the forefront of every football team. Mm-hmm. If you, if you want a chance to win in this league, you have to get the quarterback right. But most importantly, you got to have a guy that can disrupt things for any opposing team quarterback. And that's what I've seen in the Philadelphia Eagles. Also seen it with the Hassan Reddick and company. Mm-hmm. And also seen it with Chris Jones for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then from a quarterback perspective, you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who was phenomenal yesterday going into the game with a high ankle sprain, but – he reminded us all that he's the best quarterback in the National Football League, and that hasn't changed, and it's not changing anytime soon. But we also see with the San Francisco 49ers, we're not having a quarterback with Duke Yeah, they were, they were down to Christian McCaffrey and, and potential – I mean, they even changed his helmet, for heaven's sake. I thought we were going to get some true <laughs> CMC doing-it-all wildcat formations for the San Francisco 49ers. And, yeah, and that was my biggest takeaway, too. It's, it's the difference between what Patrick Mahomes can do with a bunch of injured players, a bunch of injured skill position guys. I mean, we saw a former NC State wide receiver who barely did anything while he was here and he transfers out, having key catches from Patrick Mahomes and Valdez Scantling. And then you can have all the playmakers on San Francisco's side of the ball, uh, whether it's Kittle, it's CMC, it's Debo. And if you go, if you have somebody to throw it forward, it's going to be a long day for you. It's a real long day for you. Just, it's incredible what Patrick Mahomes was able to do yesterday. And Joe, you want to know what's funny? I, when, when Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill in the offseason, I actually said on numerous other occasions that as long as they have number fifteen, they're okay. Plus, they never lost their number one. Travis Kelsey's always been their number one. Yeah, the number one was still intact. But you look at last night when Kadarius Tony goes down, Juju Smith-Schuster goes down. And also, Miko Harmon goes down because mm-hmm. his pelvis is aggravated again. 
and Patrick Mahomes and MBS, Valdez Cantley stepped up tremendously. Kelsey was going to always be Kelsey. But Pacheco out of the backfield, who's a rookie, five catches for 59 yards. You know, Sky Moore, who was a second-round drafted, who hasn't had a phenomenal rookie season, had to make some catches. So I, I just thought that when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be okay as a team. Harry Douglas, ESPN, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. I, your your takeaway wasn't about the Empire State Building being lit green <laughs> for the Eagles, Harry? No, I think you're in New York, aren't you? I, no, no, no. I understand what New York is doing. They they, they, they want to win them. They, huh. they haven't seen, especially in the, in the playoff, playoff level. They want they, they just want to be a part of something that's, that's going to be involved in winning. That's all. I, I always tell Ovius, you know, he would never make it in New York, but this is like proof that the city's yeah. gone soft, isn't it? That they're they're lighting something for the <laughs> Eagles. It was predetermined. It was. Predetermined. I don't care if it was predetermined. <laughs> it's garbage. So no lie. So uh, our producer Devin Kane is a huge Giants fan, and he was so salty. But you know me, I was messing with him the entire show. I mean, <laughs> whichever Giants to beat the Eagles, then we won't have to deal with this. Should have just to make it to the playoffs. We won't have to deal with this and be successful. We, you know, during the NCAA tournament, Harry, we talk about bracket luck. Uh, the Eagles playing the, the Niners with no quarterback and the Giants after they turned into a pumpkin uh, at Cinderella hit midnight there. What do you think of the path that the Eagles have had to the Super Bowl? Well, number one, they earned the number one seed. So they did what they had to do in the regular season to earn that first round bye, and, and then they faced the Giants. Listen, you only can play the schedule that you're dealt. And when we look at it, it's not like the, a lot of people think the NFC East schedule was, was easy. Not a lot of those teams. I think three of the, their teams are ranked in the top ten of strength of schedule. Um, but they, they played what they had to play. But they also showed you when it's time to play with the big boys, they're going to put them across their lap and spank them and take them to the woodshed too as well. Harry Douglas joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. He's with ESPN and ESPN Radio. All right, so we we have the Super Bowl set. Uh, I think the storyline between now and the next two weeks is going to be the health status of the of the Chiefs, right? I mean, I'm sure the Chiefs will use this for oh, yeah. bulletin board material, which we'll get to in a second. But, I mean, if the Eagles come into this thing healthy and it kind of ties into how they kind of got here – I can't imagine that the, the Chiefs, not at 100%, are going to, not that they're not going to have a chance in this game, but I almost feel like it's a little too much, especially against that Eagles defense. Well, especially if they go into this game hampered and you're not going to be able to have certain guys. Uh, but I, I would never count on Andy Reid and the job he's been able to do, not just only with the Kansas City Chiefs this year, but throughout his career when he was in Philly first and now with the Kansas City Chiefs. And people just love playing for him and, you look at the coaches that he's been able to develop, not just players, but coaches as well, who went on to become head coaches in the National Football League as well. But the Eagles are such – they're such a complete team. It's going to be hard to beat them. I just wouldn't bet against a guy named Patrick Mahomes. I'm with you. Harry Douglas joining us here on the OG. That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obias. Okay. We used to do radio with uh, with a former college head coach, Steve Logan. He was at ECU, but he also spent time in the NFL as a coordinator. And he always mm-hmm. said that after a loss, especially something like in the playoffs, that, that a locker room could be like a war zone, okay? And mm-hmm. I, I got to imagine that what happened with Joe Sy after the, the unsportsmanlike that essentially cost him the game, 
that there could be some some heated exchanges. So what what is what is that like behind the scenes, and how quickly do players kind of get over it and move on? I'll be honest with you. I thought what Jermaine Pratt did last night was BS. I've, I've never experienced that in 10 years. I played in the National Football League. I never experienced that when I was in college either. Or growing up playing Little League because Joseph Asai gave his all in that game. He tried to do everything in his power to help his team win. And there were more than just that play that cost the Cincinnati Bengals that ball game. There are multiple moments. And like I just told someone a few minutes ago, why didn't he go to the offensive line and yell at them for not blocking for Joe Burrow? Why, why, is he just, why is he just pointing out Joseph Asai? And I love that B.J. Hill was sitting right there beside him during his interviews, comforting him and, and letting him know that he had his back 110%. Harry Douglas, ESPN, joining us here on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline. That's Joe Obvious. I'm Joe Giulio. All right, Harry, I can't go this long without a, a Bobby Petrino story. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's my guy. Bobby P. is my guy and. um I tell you this, I learned mental toughness to another level. When I, I thought I had it pat down, but I tell you, man, Bobby Petrino prepared me for the National Football League. He prepared me for life, and he did everything that he told my mom and daddy he was going to do with me while I was at Louisville. Your former teammate, now the head coach, are they going to get things turned around, you think, Cardinals? They, got, they have a guy there that actually wants to be there? Well, you know, Jeff, Jeff was the quarterback coach. So okay. his, his brother Brian Brian was your he's teammate, the offensive okay. coordinator. Yeah. So, but I, I, I tell people I tell people funny stories all the time. Like I was there. So, Coach Brom, he, he's a he, he's a guy that will love on you, but he'll get on you too. Now he's not just going sugarcoat things and not challenge you as a player from a physical standpoint and a mental standpoint. There was times where I watched him get on his brother, like, and that told me a lot right then because you know a lot of people coach siblings or coach you know, kids, and you wonder how they're going to be with those, with those people on their roster. i seen firsthand that Jeff Brom was 100% into coaching because he coached his brother hard as hell. And I just think he's going to do wonderful things for the University of Louisville. I'm so happy that he's, that he's back in Louisville, and I'm just looking forward to the future. I can't wait to go up there. I got to um, talk to him once. I got I to gotta talk to him again. My schedule's been crazy. This is a this is your life moment for me, Harry. Do you remember in two thousand five you got one vote in the AP poll to be number one in the country, Louisville? Yep. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> but see, but see, and, and also you're smart too. See, so that's why this is gonna work. See, two smart people. Now see, the other Joe, you still got to prove yourself, my man. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fair. I'm it's still doing perfect. <laughs> Now, Julio's upset at me because I got I got upset at all the officiating talk uh, to start the show and and the fa- I don't know. Hey, Trev Alberts that year and uh, Colin Coward were both had me on their radio shows to yell at me. I knew I was doing something right when Trev Alberts got out of me. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Harry Douglas, ESPN, ESPN Radio. Hey man, I appreciate it. I know all the coverage on ESPN Radio is going to be uh, going strong with uh, with Super Bowl Radio Row and everything else. We'll talk to you later. All right, thank you, Bob. That's the OG. That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius. Yeah, like I was uh, during the break, I was scrolling Twitter to see if I've seen any breaking news or whatever it is, and I saw this video from another radio show uh, based out of Detroit, and the, the the premise of the show was, you know, do you believe the NFL is rigged? Right, 
uh, or the fact that Mike Florio at ProFootballTalk.com had tweeted out, like, all caps, rigged, you know, about the officiating, because you were, and that's probably Mike Florio me. did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Florio straight up just tweeted out, rigged. Okay. It, Florio is the one tweeting, just saying, right? And I, this might come off as crass, but it's to crystallize a point. I find it ironic, amusing, however you want to put it. That last week, there were a bunch of NFL people that were clowning idiots, rightfully so, who were convinced that DeMar Hamlin was dead and that the DeMar Hamlin we saw on television was a clone where it wasn't actually, it was a, it was a lookalike. Because why didn't we ever see his face? You know, th- all these other kind of weird things, right? That was a real thing. That was a real thing. Okay. To the point where, to the point where Kyle Brandt, of NFL Network and CBS had Josh Allen on and brought it up to him. Like, hey, by the way, are you familiar with this conspiracy theory that DeMar Hamlin actually died on Monday Night Football and the NFL is trying to save face and they've brought out, like, the Paul McCartney clone? Okay, that's a deep cut for our older audience that remembers that Paul McCartney is the only one without shoes on Abbey Road. What does it mean? If you play this album backwards, it says Paul is dead. All right. So I find it amusing that the same people that were like, can you believe these idiots who believe DeMar Hamlin's actually dead and that there's a clone that's that's being trotted out are the same ones that are telling you that the NFL is rigged or that they're dabbling in the story that, hey, I mean, it's good. I mean, clearly they know who they want to win. Look, I say this all the time and we talked about this last week. Do not confuse incompetence with conspiracy theories. Okay. We can, we can, we can point out the incompetence of stuff, but that's not by design. It's just incompetence. If you th- if you don't think that the NFL can handle punishments correctly, if they were frozen on what to do with Demar Hamlin's cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football, if they get things, if we all admit that they get things wrong all the time, they're idiots. Then what makes you think that they can actually rig the results of a contest? They suck at all this, but they're really good at keeping the conspiracy. Of who should win a secret. Come on, y'all. Let's think about this. Anyway. It's the OG. Alongside Joe Gillio. I'm Joe. Let's take a quick break. Get back to the NFL. And put some respect on Patrick Mahomes' name next. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap way. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org slash nc. Oftentimes you'll hear me say, y'all want it spicy, and then complain when it's too spicy. And that's kind of what we got out of 
specifically the Cincinnati-Kansas City game, you know, we all sit here and we praise Cincinnati for having this chip on their shoulder. And, oh, it's Joe Burrow. He's Joe Cool. Like, how can you not like this guy? And I love Joe Burrow. Don't get me wrong. But I, I found it interesting that there's been pushback on the Kansas City Chiefs for creating a narrative that doesn't exist as if the Cincinnati Bengals didn't do the same thing as a team that's beaten the Chiefs three times in a row going to last night's game. Regardless, here's uh, here's Travis Kelsey dissing on the Cincinnati mayor after the win last night. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. Was that from Raw? Was that from SmackDown? What was that? Love Travis Kelsey. And then there was a video of Kansas City players trolling Eli Apple, who, by the way, when Eli Apple's not getting toasted on the football field, they roast his ass on social media. But here are some Kansas City players doing that exact thing. Eli Apple, I'm going to smoke one for you. I'm going to go loud. Eli Apple, hey, Eli, hey, we're going to smoke one for y'all. Burrowhead. <laughs> so yeah, look, they they used that to their advantage, and they came back, you know, they and they won the game. But here's the thing, Julio, and here's the thing that I'm I'm really confused by when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. There absolutely was a storyline going into this season that Patrick Mahomes wasn't the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, what he would look like without Tariq Hill? Yes. What did he do? Had an outstanding season. Yeah. MVP season, wouldn't you say? Or are you just not going to budge on this because Patrick Mahomes stuck it to you this regular season? I think it depends on if Hurts had not been hurt. I think he probably was the MVP for the Eagles. Okay. Um, Honestly, yesterday, I honest to goodness, I thought yesterday was about Kansas City's defensive front. Yeah. Honest to goodness. But it also they, was they, about Patrick they, Mahomes making some crazy throws, too, yeah, with yeah. a high ankle sprain, including one to Marv Van Scantling. Marquez Van Scantling. Listen, Patrick Mahomes has put himself in position to be an all-timer. Yeah. All right? In my opinion, the, the Chiefs made a mistake in not paying Tariq Hill. Because mm-hmm. when you have a hammer, you keep a hammer. Because what what are you playing for? What what are you're you playing? playing? What are you playing for? Yeah, you're playing to win. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a generational talent, why wouldn't you pay? That that's just my opinion. Okay, they have proven now that they can get to the Super Bowl without Tariq Hill. They still haven't proven that they can win the Super Bowl without Tariq Hill. So we'll see what they do against the Eagles. Well, health might come into play uh, in their game against the Eagles. Just like it you could, talked about Jalen Hurts and his hurt and him being yeah. hurt and how that. Affects well, it's getting the... Dallas Goddard back was huge yeah. for Hurts. Now, I'm not saying that you these know. guys aren't going to play when it comes to the Super Bowl. It's yeah. the Super Bowl. But I do wonder just how much of it's one thing to, to power through and get it in one game against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's another against a, a fully healthy Philadelphia Eagles team in the Super Bowl. Anyway, I'll say this about Patrick Mahomes, and we and we tend to do this every so often with uh, the greats. We're always looking for the next thing. So in the case of Patrick Mahomes, it's almost like we take it for granted what he's able to do. Like, oh, okay, oh, look at that. He he did another, you know, off the wrong foot, zipped it through several hands to get it right in the bread basket of a wide receiver in the end zone. Ho-hum, right? And then we're constantly looking for somebody else to supplant that person. We did it with Joe Burrow. We did it with Josh Allen. Josh Allen kind of reverted back to bad Josh Allen or turnover-prone Josh Allen. And Joe Burrow might be the guy that they go toe-to-toe with. 
Best case scenario, best case scenario here is that we end up getting some sort of Brady Manning esque back and forth between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes the rest you, of the way. But they really weren't back and forth, Manning and Brady. Thank you. That's kind of how it, it ends up playing out. But that's how it's going to be positioned. If that's sure. the case, that's great for the NFL, by the way. I'm simply saying from a from a storyline perspective, having the next set of guys step up is fantastic yeah. for the league and fantastic for us. Okay. That being said, particularly when we don't have to talk about Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers anymore, although you and I both agree we think Tom Brady is going to end up at the 49ers last year, next year. Well, th- based on what happened with the San Francisco 49ers, um, I think the decision was ultimately made for Kyle Shanahan and the Niners in that loss that maybe we rode the Brock Purdy thing as far as we could take it. And now it's time to go out and get Tom Brady. And you would have a bunch of cap room. You would. You would. You would. I think I think having that blow up in their face like that, and it's no knock on Brock Purdy, man. It no. was a freak thing that happened with his shoulder. But having been reduced to your fourth quarterback of the year, Kyle Shanahan's oh, genius Josh can only Johnson. go so far. Yeah. I mean, that game was over in the first quarter. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, well, honestly, the fact that it was still competitive going into halftime, because of some run plays and Christian McCaffrey's touchdown was amazing to me. But we knew how that was going to keep going in the second half because San Francisco's defense was going to be in a constant position to weather the storm, and eventually it was going to break, and that's ultimately what happened. But I'm with you. I do think that some things were ultimately decided uh, with Brock Purdy's injury and that they would pursue Tom Brady. Because, again, why wouldn't you? If you're trying <laughs> – if you're trying to win, go try to win. Yeah. That that's well, the mentality that I just don't understand from these teams. The question is, do, who thinks who do you think gives you a better chance to win next season? Another year of Jimmy Garoppolo or the carcass of Tom Brady who is eventually having things catch up to him? I think it's a legitimate question. I do, but I also heck, you put Tom Brady with Debo and Christian McCaffrey. Hey man. And Kittle and Ayuk, and you, you know someone else is going to come out of the woodworks and want to come play with them, too. I'm with you on that. I'm you with know? you on that. So, plus, with Shanahan, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Plus, plus, you still have Purdy under contract. It's not like he's going anywhere. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.